What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode. This is episode 10 of Balling Dang. Out. Crazy how it's uh, came far, so far. Um, host Sean Robinson. Got co-host Grant Rhodes, of course, with me. Uh, today, we're just going to talk about NBA season. It's been a minute since we've kind of talked about the whole season as a whole. Um, and just break down, you know, what we were seeing, what we liked through the first 25 games of the season. It's been a good season so far, just as we said before the season was going to start. So, you know, um, some, some disappointing teams, some shocking teams. Um, then we got, you know, who what needs to be done. There's some teams out there that are looking really bad as, you know, we'll get to the Detroit Pistons and that whole thing. <laughs> uh, we're going to talk about MVP candidates. Uh, I got a couple of dark horses that could maybe do it. Gotta cover the Lakers, uh, the whole in-season tournament, uh, the Pacers run that they went on, and should a banner be raised is going to be a big question uh, to see if a banner should be raised. Uh, then we're going to you know, cover, talk Michigan, Alabama, talk some other sports stuff, and get into that, and uh, you know, see how that kind of goes along. Uh, maybe with uh, a little bit of betting, you can get into some betting a little bit. And, of course, obviously some college hoops as well, man. So, um, Grant, start the show. Just give me, give me your best teams, how the season looking so far, and things like that. Yeah, I mean, dude, NBA is looking good, man. We're off to a full swing here. Uh, I think as we start, I think we basically said it right from the get-go. The West is just tough from basically, I mean, right now as I'm looking at it, we got, which what I'll say is kind of on piggybacking on the idea of maybe some of the better teams or teams that kind of shocking me. Timberwolves, man, 20 and 5. That's not bad at all. Not bad at all. <clears throat> I mean, you know, they start to figure something out there maybe with that, you know, Carl Anthony Towns and, and Rudy Gobert, but. I mean, really, it's Anthony Edwards. I mean, he's really kind of been playing really well, too, lately. So that's kind of shocking to see that a little bit. And not shocking in terms of Anthony Edwards playing well, but just the whole team really being 20-5 and five mm-hmm. in a tough, you know, in a tough uh, Western Conference because they're 13-3 and three in the conference, too. So, you know, it's not like they're just beating nobodies out there. So I'd say they're definitely one that's shocking me. Um, another thing just kind of along the lines of that, Younger teams are really, you know, kind of winning right now. Like, again, Timberwolves are a pretty youngish team. Right behind them at second place in the West, the Thunder. Thunder are another young team. Kings at four right there. I mean, it's and then Pelicans at seven, which really in the West, I mean, seven to seven to four are basically one game, one game apart there. So crazy. It's yeah, so it's been good. I mean, and again, the younger teams are playing well. They're they're really they're really kind of stunting out there in the, in the Western Conference, um, and then especially even in the East too. You know, we're seeing like that Celtics team. You know, is this the year where they finally kind of get over that hump and Jason Tatum gets his you know gets his championship? Uh, they're also twenty and five, and you know they just they just got a <clears throat> excuse me, Kristaps Porzingis, who's now you know kind of you know, filling into his role a little bit now. He's starting to really settle down with that team. Wasn't really sure exactly how he'd fit in the offseason, but uh, he, he's really been a good defensive force there. 
uh, and a little bit of added offense for for a pretty pretty good already offensive offensive squad there. Uh, so again, yeah, really those younger teams kind of kind of starting to dominate a little bit or, or kind of getting ahead in the race has definitely stood out to me a little bit. Um, I will say one other team that kind of definitely turned it around in a major major way, unfortunately, is the Los Angeles Clippers. Uh, uh. Yeah, I, it pains me to say it. I mean, y'all still gonna blow it, I hope. But man, y'all playing good basketball right now. Y'all playing good basketball. Um, hopefully, everyone stays healthy. I actually, I mean, that's it's been your one downfall, of course. Every time is you just, you know, injuries suck, of course. But um, but it's really how do you how do you battle back? Cause, I mean, I still think this team is this ta- this team is very very talented, arguably. Arguably the best team that you've had, I don't know, maybe probably in your lifetime. Hmm. Yeah, no, now since I've started rooting for the team, yeah, no, this is, I mean, this might be their best team they've ever had in the franchise, if you think I mean, that's, that's also what I'm thinking, too. I mean, let's be honest, the franchise has been very, very poverty. I mean, trash, yeah. some would say. I mean, rumors yeah. rumors are swirling around that they're going to sell the team. Um, I'm just kidding. I'm just playing, but... <laughs> But I mean, you you know us, you know how you know how our buddies Josh, Gav, Avery, all all those guys, they definitely on your head top about it. And so, to kind of see this little eight game winning streak they're on, I know you got to be a little excited. So, uh, transitioning into that, what what are what are your thoughts on the season so far? And then in particular, your your Clippers squad. Yeah, um, I'm gonna save that for last. I'm gonna save I'm gonna save I'm gonna save that for last. Uh, but you know, just overall, you mentioned the Timberwolves, man. I'm not gonna lie, like I couldn't say that I was gonna see the Timberwolves in first place, tied for the best, second best record in the league, uh, at twenty and five. Like that's that's crazy, especially seeing as you know last year they were kind of they made the playoffs, but you know they weren't <coughs> this good. Uh, so you know to kind of see them finally figuring things out uh, is pretty good. Anthony Edwards in particular, spectacular athlete. Um, I mean, we'll get to that in a little bit, but he could be up there for, you know, Dark Horse MVP candidate. Um, Yeah, the numbers might not be up there insane with everybody else, but he's producing wins. And, you know, that's, you know, what the MVP conversation should be about. So, I'll get more into that later. Um, another team, you know, that's kind of uh, shocked me, which, I mean, you could go either way about this. The Orlando Magic, man, Paolo and Franz Wagner, they have started to figure something out. Uh, sitting at 16-9 and nine for the season. Uh, what was so funny, I thought was just made this even better, was Pat Bev. At the beginning of the season, I don't know if you tuned in, in his podcast, but he was saying about how the Magic have two top 50 players, um, and <laughs> they basically just, you know, they, they were trash. They were just losing games. Obviously, Paolo, that last year was his rookie year, um, but, you know, they start, they starting to click. They're starting to, they starting to find something for sure. Uh, it's kind of exciting to see them. Kind of get their groove going and everything like that. So I'm I'm kind of surprised to um 
I would say, yeah, I'm surprised to see where they are now, just, you know, in the middle of the pack uh, with everybody else. I say a disappointing team for sure, and I'm not sure how you'd feel about this one, but the Grizzlies are at the top of my list uh, along with Golden State, but Golden State you know, could be up in the air just because um, if you didn't think that they were really going to do something this year. But, I mean... Man, like, I, I, I don't understand uh, you know, what they really got going on. I mean, Andrew Wiggins is just like he's not even a basketball player anymore. Clay Thompson, he's, I mean, he took like five, six steps backwards in terms of like being able to produce anything. Um, so those are like my top two, like, disappointing teams. And then, you know, you got Grizzlies, they didn't have a job for the first 25 games. He comes back tonight uh, on the 19th. Uh, so this is his debut game going against the Pelicans. So that should be good. So maybe they'll get a little bit lift. Uh, but I, I just – I don't know. I don't think they'll be the same team that they that we've seen the past two seasons where they've been, you know, a top three seed in the West. Yeah, obviously, you know, you still got some time. You still got a whole bunch of ball game left, a whole bunch of season left. But we'll see. It, it's a big task to come up from – you know, that terrible record at six and nineteen, uh, and the number one seed in the West has a twenty and five record. So it's kinda <laughs> hard to, you know, get back up there. Um you know, at least they could try to fight for a plan or something like that. But yeah, what you think, um, you know, about your disappointing teams list? Yeah, I mean disappointing, I I definitely would agree with you there. I mean I also think the most blatantly obvious disappointing team is the the Detroit Pistons. I mean, um, the poor people of Detroit are starving. They have not had Wingstop in forever. I mean, those poor, poor people are just trying to get their wings. They're six free wings. Uh, <laughs> but the Pistons are 2-25. and 25. So, you know, I mean, I would cook them, but I'm not. I think the record speaks for itself right there. Um, and I think we'll we'll get into that a little bit more specifically um, later on. But um, really for me, I, I, the Heat really are kind of my d- disappointment. And I know they kind of do this every year. They kind of hang around like that 7-8 to eight seed. But, like, we're seeing teams, like you said, like, like you just said, the Magic, you know? I mean, like, I feel like they have, like, the Heat have two guys that are in the top 100 for sure. And, you know, they're just kind of just mediocre, you know? I... I never really see like that strive in the regular season from them, which is why I'm not like overly disappointed. But at the same time, you know, that's kind of why, you know, you you might hurt yourself in that, in that matchup when you're getting there, you know, you want to play somebody maybe like right now, for example, if it was a four and five and I know we're light years away from the end of the season, but that'd be the magic in the Knicks. You know, I'd, I'd like that matchup a lot more than either the Bucks or Celtics, which I think either one of those teams, make it out of the east again no question um yeah but but again the heat just again i with with jimmy butler bam i I'd, I'd just like to see a little bit more out of him to be completely honest i just think i think that team is better than 15 and 12 that's all oh yeah yeah absolutely uh especially since you know they're coming off a of finals appearance last season uh so yeah for sure that's definitely i i think of a lot of people have said this that like Jimmy Butler 
does not try in the regular season. He does not care about the regular season. Like, Owl. Like, Buddy. Like, you know. He just don't care. So, like, they were the eight seed last year. So, I, I wouldn't, you know, be surprised if they do it again. Uh, I don't know about going to the finals just because there's a lot better teams. But, you know, I could see them improving their record, obviously, over time. It, it's interesting, you know, the, to see just how different a season can make, too. You know, you go from, like, going to the finals and then, like, mediocre that next season. So it's interesting to kind of see. Um, one thing I did kind of want to touch on, and then I will discuss the Clippers real fast because I kind of forgot about that. Uh, <laughs> but just the Pacers is another, like, interesting team. We all know that – we'll get to this a little bit later, but we all know they just went on that crazy run, you know, in the in-season tournament undefeated and then they went to the championship and eventually lost in the championship game. But I mean, still, um, I think to see them do the, like, obviously now they're 13 and 12, so it, it doesn't really mean anything, but to see them keep continuing to like stay in the middle of the pack with everybody else. Um, it's interesting to see just because I thought they would have been a little bit better uh, yeah. Than their record shows, you know, based off of how they were playing in the NCAA tournament, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, no, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you too, because like that's they're not a bad team on paper at all. And they got some shooters around there, and then kind of who I would maybe consider to be a dark horse for MVP potentially in Tyrese Halliburton, averaging basically twenty five points a game, four rebounds, and eleven point nine, or basically twelve assists. So, I mean, you're looking at 25 and 12 a game. That's solid. That's that's pretty dang good, you know. Um, I'd like to see Bruce Brown do a little bit more, too. He's shooting 49%, which isn't bad at all. Um, but, like, Buddy Heald, I'd like to see him get more involved in the offense there. They just, uh, they just need to kind of put the pieces together a little bit more. But, like, I, I see them continuing to rise, and I think that in-season tournament kind of sparked a little something in them. That yeah. kind of just showed that, hey, like, we can compete with some of these teams. Um, we can win. I mean, we can, we obviously can we can get there. We just, you know, just got to find the right pieces, got to play as a good team. And, and yeah, I mean, I, I could definitely see them. I could see them rising in the standings over in the east there and potentially probably getting up to that four or five. Yeah, yeah, I, I could see it uh, just because the way that – Tyrese is playing, like you said, the way he's playing is he's hooping. It's outstanding. Yeah, yeah, no, he's hooping. He's hooping right now. As Kevin Garnett and uh, Paul Pierce, I was just watching that little podcast. I saw a short, and they were saying people that was cracking. So I'm gonna have to take that. He was crack. Tyrese is cracking right now. <laughs> he was, he's, he's cracking. cracking. <laughs> hey, hey, he's, yeah, yeah. Real quick, I got I gotta say something. You know, obviously about you know my team since you mentioned them. Um, yeah, we clicking right now. You know, everyone said the first six games. Don't get me wrong. Like, yeah, it was it was it was bad, bro. Like the first time it was there, I was like, dang, you know, like this this really needs to something has to change. And it, it took Russ. A lot of people, you know, at the beginning were saying, oh, Russ shouldn't be the one coming off the bench. It should be Harden and da da da. But over these last eight games. Really, over the last, like, ever since he started, since he started, our record is, like, 14-3. and three. 
since he's been the starting point guard and Russ has gone to the bench. <laughs> um, so he is the system. I just want to say he, he is indeed the system. Buddy was not lying when he said that. And listen, listen to what, listen. He has set the offensive rating for every team he's been on. Like historically, it's been the top, like the best in franchise history for Houston, hmm. for Philly, for Brooklyn. Hmm. And right now, the Clippers have their highest of the of the franchise. And I, I, it's up there in the league. I, it's got to be like top three in the league. All right, Sean, so, Sean, 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 real quick. Wait, hold on. So, because you're, you're not wrong. You're, not, you're speaking yeah. facts, right? You're not, yeah. you're, you're not lying to the public, right? Yeah, no. I mean, you wouldn't no, do that. No, yeah, you wouldn't you, do you that. You can Google it if you want to. Exactly, anyway. exactly, exactly. And so, like, with that, I mean, dude, I mean, like, James has got to have, what, like, five rings now at this point? Four? You would think? How many championships? Because I mean, he's, or how many finals appearances? Like, what are we talking here? Oh, he's got one. He's got one. All right, one. Yeah, he's got one in OKC. In twenty twelve, when he was coming off the bench. So when he yeah, was so, so let's go when let's go when he's got like the highest when he's you know that number one like oh he's yeah, got he's got, got no finals appearances at all even with all that yeah yeah so what happens what I mean, happens he, he ran into you know the greatest team of the last decade last 10 years you know but like what about what about with philly he's just we, listen i mean i okay. just i know what you're trying to get at i know what you're trying to get yeah. at. i'll just we all know that james harden is just the no-show in the playoffs you know we've a certified said, playoff joker t- time out yes we've addressed this on the pot that james harden is just not that guy for real when it comes to the playoffs okay but we have we we have that guy. We have that guy that can do anything in the playoffs. And anyone can argue with me and say, oh, he's not the best player, da-da-da. Kawhi he's Leonard, not. Kawhi Leonard is one of the best players when it comes to playoffs. When, it, when the calendar turns to April, he is one of the best players. Bro, in two games last year, I want you to look up these averages – but it was like 35-5-6 in two games. I'm like an insane – it had to be like 60% shooting. I'm I'm not lying. You know, I might be stretching the, the field goal percentage a little bit. But it was still like insane. Insane. Like, brother, it, in game two, he was playing on one leg. Bro played on one leg, one knee. Man, I mean, Kawhi, Kawhi is nice. He's good. Kawhi, I mean, he's Kawhi not he's not great. like him, though. He's not Hemothy. When it comes to the playoffs, he's him. If he's, he's healthy, not Hemothy. If he's healthy, he's Hell him. no. If he's healthy, I don't want to hear about the bubble. Yes, the bubble happens. It was. I wasn't even going to bring up the bubble, but actually, matter of fact, yeah, look at those stats from the bubble when he was completely healthy with PG. Yes, yes. the bubble. What happened? The, well, yeah, I, I, I don't know what happened. But. I mean. It's different because <sighs> I still stand on to this day. If 2021, if he would have never got hurt, never got hurt in the semifinal series against the Jazz, we would have beat the Suns in the Western Conference Finals. We would have beat, what, probably beat Bucks. I, I, th- that might be a little bit biased. Might be a little that'd be that'd be a close game, but y'all would definitely get dusted in four. No, no, <laughs> no. 
<laughs> oh my god Giannis would have his way Giannis would probably be dropping a 60 piece triple double McGee every single night yeah okay I mean yeah probably but I mean that's fine we'd still have Kawhi Leonard I, just it, it's just we're, we're clicking now you know obviously we still got a ways to go it's only December it's still very early in the season but the way things are going they're figuring out ways to win. They're figuring out what works. They're making it's making progress. So I'm I'm liking what I'm seeing right now. It's our longest win streak since I saw this earlier, since 2015, 2016. <clears throat> yeah. Oh wow. Okay, okay, yeah. We, we we was in high school, brother. We grown men. Yeah. <laughs> y'all y'all been trashed for a minute then, huh? Dang. No, That's I didn't say that. I didn't say that. <laughs> no, you're right though. You're right. It's been a hot. It's been a hot minute. Yeah, it's big time. Yeah, no, that's big time, and it's the first longest one since the whole like Kawhi Paul George era. So like that's that means even more. So like I'm the way this team is right now, healthy, we can go as far as people take us. As far as Paul George, Kawhi Leonard. James Harden, Norman Powell, Russell Westbrook, as far as they take us, as long as they stay healthy. I'm, I'm all in on this team. I think that we're we're definitely going to – we're already making some noise, but it's only a matter of time before we make some more noise. We're sitting at the sixth seed tied with the Mavericks uh, for that fifth seed. We're only two games – or not even, a game and a half down from the two seed. And this week, the schedule is uh, it's going to be tests. We got we have the Mavericks, we have the Thunder. Oh, loss, loss, three losses. Dang. No, I don't know. I don't know if you would have asked me this question <laughs> about like a week and a half ago. Now I'm like, yeah, probably a loss. <laughs> nah, I, I don't know, dude. The it, the trajectory, culture is shifting. Culture is shit. You know, I'm actually I'm very curious to see about the Mavericks game specifically because like we own the Mavericks. Everyone always posts if Luca. Oh, let Luca drop fifty points. Yeah, Luca own Luca owns the Clippers. Unfortunately, the Clippers just have the better team every year. Yeah, no one. But Luca, Luca is your daddy though. Straight up, Luca, Luca is your daddy. Straight no, up. Booker. No, 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 no. That's Devin Booker. Not. Not Devin not, Booker ain't your daddy. What the hell? No, 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 no. I'm saying Luca is Devin Booker's daddy. Oh, oh, he is 100. Yeah. He, oh yeah, 100. He's he's got a mansion up there, bro. A mansion. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm curious to see that Mavericks Clippers game because because again, Huka Doncic is him. He's actually oh well, we'll get into that in a second. But a little sneak peek. He's who I think is going to be the MVP. I think I think he's balling this year. And I think he's due. I think he's genuine. I I think he's due. I think he's gonna get it. Um, he's putting up insane numbers right now. I mean, basically, I mean, his highest of his career. Basically, thirty three points, eight and a half rebounds, nine assists. Uh, you know, and he's also shooting his, which I mean, if if we've looked at Luka Doncic's game, obviously his defense isn't the greatest, but like on offense, what's his kind of one weakness? Would you say what free throws? Yeah, honestly, because he can do everything else. He can and so for free in free throws for him, he's shooting his career best right now, basically seventy nine, eighty percent right now from the free throw line. So okay. uh, he's definitely he's getting those numbers up. Which I mean, if he's 
shooting a career high from there. Obviously, we're seeing that that trend going in the right direction there. He's getting his teammates involved like he always does. I mean, he's always he's always due for a triple double any night. Um, I mean, he's just yeah, he's just it's just a lethal duo. Him and Kyrie, I think at the guard spot really. Uh, that that backcourt's just unstoppable, really. I mean, if they if they're both on, it's a tough matchup. And so, you know, with, with the Clippers having two really good defensive-minded players, and then James Harden, you know, I like to see how that matchup goes, kind of against those guards there. See how that plays out. Um, and yeah, I, th- I think so. I think cause I, I could I could honestly see that matchup, you know, getting played in the playoffs. I could see that being one of the matchups. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it seems to happen every single year. So, you know, why not one more time? <laughs> so, yeah, I, I think, yeah. But that, that those are my thoughts on the Clippers. I mean, the, y'all y'all definitely got a good, good talented squad mm-hmm. with a certified playoff choker. So we'll see what happens come playoff time. That's, that's fine. That's fine. We can have a playoff choker. I don't care. I don't care. He can average like a cool like fifteen and ten, dude. Give me like a cool fifteen and ten. PG is giving you twenty five. Wow. Yeah, but if he's giving you fifteen and ten, he's probably gonna take twenty shots to get you that fifteen and ten. I've I've seen it happen. I'm just telling you. And I I'll pull. Oh, we should pull up. Oh, if we pulled up the videos of you talking mad smack about James Harden at the beginning I, I, of the year. I know year. what I've said about James Harden in the past. I I I know what I'm saying, James Harden. I I know. You better hope that PG and Kawhi come to play in the playoffs because if they have a bad game, that means James Harden's going to have to be the one chucking up shots. Yeah, y'all are cooked. Cooked. I can already see the fear in your eyes just a little bit, just a slight fear. I can see it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah we ain't there yet. We don't got to worry about it. We ain't there yet. Uh, nah, you mentioned something about, um, you know, MVPs, we'll, we'll get to that before we get to the Pistons because I got a little bit to say about the Pistons. But um, you mentioned Tyrese. You mentioned Luka. I got another one should be recognized. Shea Gildress Alexander. Uh, hmm. he, he is that dude. Uh, specifically this season, he is going insane. Uh, pretty good numbers. Averaging Very good numbers. 30, 30 points, and 53% shooting, 32 from the three-pointer, so 35 and 6 with three steals a game. Like yeah, that's – yeah. Like – and OKC is sitting at that two-seed right now too. Mm-hmm. Like that, that, that means even more. Um, and then another player I wanted to uh, mention about for the MVP – my boy Ant Ant Man, uh, I I like Ant Man just because I've seen so much about this dude. He's he's hilarious. He's just like a funny dude. Like I, I don't think he even. Gosh, this is just him. Oh gosh. With twenty four point six, five five rebounds, five assists, about a steal and a half a game, forty five percent shooting, um, thirty eight from the three pointer, and like I said, you know the Timberwolves they sitting at that one seed right now arguably you know, top team in the league with the best record tied with the Celtics so those guys when you look at those numbers well you can't just look at the numbers aspects when you play MVP I know everybody 
says that. You, you kind of got to look at like the team in the world too, because this is the most valuable player. Valuable means this guy can be put on basically any team this year, and he would have boomed. I'm not saying win a championship, but they would have had like that kind of success. So when you look at it, especially those two teams, OKC and Minnesota, we've looked at them the last three, four years. OKC, they've been they're a young team. They haven't really done much uh, since, I mean, you can say, like, the Russell Westbrook's last year, but, you know, even closer to that, Chris Paul, when he was there for a season in the bubble. Um, but other than that, like, they haven't done anything. And then Minnesota, they've gone to the playoffs twice, but they've then got swept twice. So Yeah, like, they got worked. They got yeah. worked. They got sent right back. Exactly, exactly. So, you know, you look at those two teams – from where they've been to like where they are now. And yes, you look at those two top guys because those are the two top guys for their teams. You got to put some consideration into that. So I know they're they're not top guys in most people's MVP rankings, ladders that are out there. But I mean, put some respect on Shay's name. Cross Bro got some cold <laughs> Instagram captions. So I'm not even going to lie. He's he spit. <laughs> Does he actually? What's he got? Come on, what's he got? Have you, would you got some on on the memory bank there? Oh, his his last one, his one from uh yesterday. It was. Let me let me read this to you. Hold on, I'm, I'm pulling it up right now. <laughs> this man, this man was actually. I was like, oh my goodness. Shay over, Shay under, Shay owe me bread because you didn't cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just know who to go to when you need a bucket before the buzzer. Damn. Damn. Yeah, he's cooking, <laughs> bro. He's cooking. He's dude, he's Drake's but, ghost rider. He's Drake's ghost rider, bro. I swear. <laughs> oh my goodness, man. That's crazy. So many people have said that too. He's like, bro, he's gotta have a ghost rider because like ain't no way he's sitting there making that. Dude, he's just coming up with bars, man. Cold I mean, hey, they're at the two seeds, you know, they're probably whooping dudes at the end of the game. He's just probably thinking like at the end of the bench, like what rhymes with orange? He's probably just sitting there trying to come up with some good stuff. Oh, man. But also, probably. oh, I want to say one thing real quick too, just about the MVP thing, because that that's always that's always the thing too. Like I feel like I feel like I have this conversation with my dad every single year. Like every single year, we sit there, no matter what sport, basically. But it's like the MVP, like. It's called the most valuable player, obviously, but that's not really what it is. It's, it's not at all what it is. It's just who who is like averaging basically the best stats someone on, or we just do like in the media. Like for example, in the media, you could be averaging like a triple double like Russ, but at the end of the day, like you know, you just you just don't get mentioned like that. It's just it's a popularity thing at this point. People kind of hop on this or that. Which really sucks because it takes away from the players like you just mentioned there. Like, like for example, we take Shy Gill just off the Thunder. Are they seventeen and eight, or are they even close to seventeen and eight? You know, it's just I always think that like just you know you take any player like like go through all the MVPs. If you take them off of their team, essentially, how like what's that difference? Where does it go? You know where. Where would you where would you put them and and like I mean for the Timberwolves I think you take Ant off that team I think there are some bottom dwellers I th I think you could almost flip 
I think it could, no, nah, maybe not flipped it, but like, I think they're looking at closer to like, I don't know, eight wins, you know, something like that. So like, when you look at it, like those numbers, you know, again, he's not talked about in the MVP, but should he? I mean, based on these numbers right there, again, it's not, it's not like, you know, you're 30, 10 and 10, he's not dropping anything crazy, but they're playing good team ball and he's doing what the team's asking him to do. So it's tough. It's they, I, it's just taken such a different name now. The MVP has, and it, I mean, basically everybody knows who it's going to be before, like a couple. I mean, like a month before it's over. You know, everyone's yeah. you know posting about it, this and that. Um, I mean, betting's kind of actually made it worse because you know the odds are always out there, and you can see minus this or you know obviously things change, but still it's. It's just, yeah, it kind of seems like it's it's already predetermined sometimes. Um, like, like I think I, that's kind of what I mean. I think Luca deserves it too, but, like, I think he's been playing well for so long now, and he hasn't got one. Yeah. And he's kind of been one of those players, and I think people are already kind of putting him in that race right now. Um, and, you know, that's just – that's what I think on it. I think I, – I think – I wish it would change personally because I wish again we could go back to that, but it it just won't. <laughs> That's interesting that you that you brought that up because you know if you look at like when we were growing up, like elementary school, like middle school, those type of years, like that's kind of like what the MVP was about because it was always that debate. I see it on Twitter all the time. It's always that debate of of oh, this person's numbers, you know, compared to this person's. P season and everything. So no, no, that's an interesting point you you bring up too. But yeah, unfortunately, a lot of the awards right now are like it's well, just much more into it too. Another thing too, like on that, like we saw skill based players win the Heisman back in the day. We saw skill based players win MVP. Yeah, Brock Purdy might win MVP this year, and all he does is throw it. I mean, I could I could almost go out there and throw for half his yards, half his numbers. Cause he's, I mean, I'm just not actually, I'm not going to disrespect him like that, but like there's like Christian McCaffrey on his team deserves it more than him. I mean, there's just guys out there that like, but I don't, I, I don't really get the whole narrative. Just like, I, it just, the media takes it and runs with it. And then everyone just all of a sudden agrees. And it's like, I just, I don't, especially the NFL. I mean, the NFL, it's like, quarterbacks are the only ones that can possibly win it ever and it's just like like Tyreek Hill is not even getting mentioned I feel like for some reason he's literally on like he's on pace to break I mean they're gonna break a record like I don't I just I just don't get it I some of that stuff is just kind of frustrating because it does it doesn't matter essentially what you do then if you're not a quarter but you're just essentially you know negating all the other positions saying you don't really matter who cares you know, why Why would you want to go out there and do that? So why would you try hard? You know, it's just, it's going to start ruining sports, really. It's going to start making people try less. It's just, yeah, that's that's my whole, I didn't mean to go on a little tangent there, but, you know, got me, got me a little fired up, you know? Yeah, no, you straight, no, nah, no, nah, I, I, I agree with that. that. That is something uh you think about, especially, I mean, just, that that's a great point when you said you know Tyreek Hill like he's not even mentioned really in the MVP race when bro is like really having an MVP year this year. Uh, so it, it, it's like I said, awards these days it's got to do with 
politics and money making and all this stuff and da da da. So it's just so much more into it than now than just like the game. And uh yeah, so I don't know, we'll see. Hopefully we get back to it a little bit. But th- this is the time. Let's let's take let's take, you know, first of all, I'd like to take a moment of silence for the Detroit Pistons. Oh man, dude! Oh man, for real though, dude. You would think someone died in the arena or something like that. Hey, like it's, it's like I like I don't I don't understand, and I and I could literally probably like go a whole. We're at thirty seven minutes right now. I could probably do a whole thirty seven minute segment just on the Detroit Pistons, but I will not do that today. <laughs> but I mean, just like goodness like when like when do you get to a point when you when you're like okay well maybe maybe we should do something like like that's that's my whole thing like when do you get to a point as a franchise that you're just like something needs to happen like are we just gonna literally be the embarrassment they are an embarrassment to the nation like the nation that i don't even the world the world there's probably some kid i don't know in I don't know, France right now, making fun of the Pistons. Yeah, France, because Killian Hayes. So, yes, it, France is a great example. Yes. The Frenchmen are probably cooking the Detroit Pistons right now. That's how bad they are. I just, like, like you, you give this coach all this money. Everyone's excited. Oh, yeah, Kate's coming back, you know, da-da-da. You look at the roster preseason, and you're like, yeah, it's not really shocking. Like, there's not really anything other than Cade, Jalen Duran, Jay Nivey, and a Sir Thompson that's really, like, maybe, like, ooh, excited. Everybody else, no, there's nothing because they're just old or they're just, like, they can't do anything. You start the season off 2-1. and one. People are starting to like believe. They're like, "Oh, well, the Pistons. Maybe we could compete for a playing game." Oh, <laughs> this, this, was October, this was October 28th. Oh man, boy, were we wrong? We were so wrong, man. It's it's, it's a we is we are sixty oh. Pistons, and they still haven't won. They have not won a game since the twenty. <laughs> they have so won bad. If we really want, if you really post Halloween, post Halloween. They have not had a win post Halloween. Just think about that. We've been ahead three holidays, four. We've been to turn the calendar to a whole other year, and they have not gotten a win. Dude, we're gonna have more. Yeah, more holidays will pass than wins. <laughs> like that's sad, bro. Like you and you like really break that down. Let's be honest here, right? Boom, we got Halloween. There was one. Yep. You gotta wait a whole other month again until you got Thanksgiving. Boom, that's yep. two, right? Mm-hmm. And you got a whole another month again until Christmas. Boom, that's three. That's still one more than the Pistons have since the whole entire NBA season started. Like, your three months of waiting, you have one more than the Pistons have, and they play almost every other day. Like, dog. I mean, uh, like, dog. It, oh, no, it's bad. It's bad. Somebody, people are saying, like, and it's so true, Draymond Green has more suspensions this year than the Pistons. Oh, man. Dude, that's tough, man. That's... Oh my gosh! Oh jeez. Michigan State, Michigan State has the same amount of wins at Losey's Arena as the Detroit Pistons did. Dude, <laughs> the you know the year the Lions went winless in football. Yeah. In preseason, yeah. we had four wins. That's double what the Pistons <laughs> had this whole year. 
<laughs> oh man, dude, that winless Lions team did double what the Pistons are doing this year. Oh man, that's tough. Michigan State's football team has more wins than the Detroit Pistons this year. Oh gosh, and the Michigan State basketball team's got just as many wins in Little Caesars as the Pistons do this year. <laughs> Oh man, dude! This like I just, I just don't know. Like I won't keep going on this rant because we could literally sit here all day and come. We could cook them for days. Honestly, we got a lot of ammunition for them. I mean, it's it's tough. But it it just it simply comes down to in some some radio host over like Detroit area, Mike Valenti. He said this that Tom Gore. he, He said this like a month ago. Okay, this was before Thanksgiving. This this was like the one the Williamson tree was at like ten. Okay. So only one holiday, one holiday yeah. passed. Yeah, so <laughs> he said that Tom Gores is not the owner of the Pistons. He's not, you know, he's just like a money guy. Like he's just gonna throw the money. He doesn't know anything about basketball or you know, <laughs> da da da. So he's gonna build this nice stadium. He's gonna put everything into the stadium. Put everything into the team pay however much he wants for a coach but then the roster is just like trash like actually like actually it it is sad seeing Killian Hayes still in the Pistons jersey it's sad seeing that we're seeing Alec Burks average like 16 minutes a game um like in the NBA still this is not 2012 okay whenever he was good I don't know he's always been mid he, and he hasn't gotten better, but it's just like, dude, like, it, it, I, I, you can't fire your coach because then you're just down the hole like thirty million dollars for the next twelve years. So you can't do that. So it's it's like your options are so limited. You have to go out and make a trade because if you don't go out and make a trade, this is only in. I don't. It, this is only a matter of time before the record is broken. I think they I think they break the losing the losing record. It's at twenty six. I think they do it um, you know, in the next couple of weeks. I I've been yeah. saying Well it would be the day it'd be the day after Christmas is when it'd be that game against the Nets. Oh yes sir. Yes sir. So if we yeah. if we continue to lose that is. So if if it gets to December twenty sixth, mark your calendars, the Pistons have a chance. Actually I think that might be the tie of the record. I think that I don't know, I forget I have to check Fact check me on that one. That might be the tie. It's either the tie or that one breaks it. I think that one actually might tie it now. So we got that one would tie it. And then if you tie it, jeez, I mean, buckle up because I don't think it's going to stop anytime soon. It's it's sad. It's just. You know, we we need a new owner. You know what we need to do? You know who we need? Hmm. Let's get our boy, Matt Ishba. You know, let's get him. He's got ties with the community. He's got ties with Michigan State. Let's just bring him back in. Let's get this man. The Suns, you know, he's fine. He, he, he you know, he can, he can sell his share. He's, he's good. He's Pistons, good. Pistons need to bring him in as just a, as you know a hail mary. We gotta get him draft Caitlin Clark because we just gotta get people in the state. We gotta get people in the stands. At this, at this point, yeah. I mean, we have to do something. We have to do something that's never been heard of because uh, if not. We're gonna be the laughing stock of the NBA for the next twenty five years. And mm-hmm. I went, if, to, I went to the earlier this month. Last thing about the you went to the slaughterhouse. Oh yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. I went to the game. Oof. We were playing the Cavs. Uh, at this point, it was at 13. Oh, four. It, it was up there. It was up there. But <clears throat> did I not think? That was two weeks ago, dude. It was two weeks ago. I thought we would have you know, at least one win. No. And it's the same yeah. thing that happens. And it's just comes down to, one, there's no spacing on the floor other than Cade. And two, there's not a reliable basketball player on the court other than Cade. You, you, they they play for three quarters, and then the fourth quarter comes. And once you get to that eight minute mark, it's it's GG's. They just, it's they cooked. Just, it's cooked. Just, it it does not matter who they're playing. They could be in the game. They could be a close game. They could have the lead. It doesn't matter. They will fall off the rim. So if the Pistons ever, this is a tip for all my betters, if the Pistons ever have a lead with nine minutes left in the fourth quarter. Take the other team. I don't care what the odds are. Just hammer it. Hammer it. Absolute <laughs> through. Yeah. Absolutely, man. I would. I will. If I see it. Which, I mean, it's also hard to spot, too. You really got to be on that one. If you see the Pistons with a lead in the fourth or anywhere in the late it, third, gotta, even. It's probably got to be, like, a minute left in the game for you to actually bet on it. Like, yeah. For it to actually have, like, real value. Because I, I, don't, I don't see anything. They're just trash. I mean, who are we tanking for? Like, who are we tanking for? No one. That's that's the thing. I would say, like, you know, good. Like, let's keep losing. But, like, for who? The the, the draft class doesn't really, I mean. There's nobody that stands out that's going to. Yeah, I don't see anybody getting paired with this team that's going to to make an immediate impact in the next. So, which, I mean, I guess with this point, I mean. You could maybe try to trade a couple of draft picks, of course. I mean, we don't. I mean, geez, we don't need too many young people. We need we need players that actually will come in and start winning now. I mean, I I don't think you can keep losing this long with the you know with the fan base already pissed off. So you really got to do something. Um, really, I mean, at draft time, when, once the season's over, you really got to make some moves in the off season. I mean, if if not, obviously, right now, I would say start trading people. But to be honest. I don't know who really right now. I don't think anybody really wants to get anywhere near the Pistons. Um, so I'd say we have to trade future assets because we have no right now assets that we're that we're willing to get rid of. Uh, the only the only asset I would say that we could give and he won't be traded until the trade deadline is Boya, and that's just because he'll be traded to like a playoff contender. And, you know, just, yeah, but like other than that, like. There's, there's no one. Um, the only thing you're going to receive if you get anyone from the Pistons is draft capital. Like that, you're just gonna get draft picks. So then you're just gonna be OKC 2.0. But then you're yeah, they're the, they're the number two seed. Yeah, yeah. But then you're gonna be set back for like ten years because OKC at least you know they would have like decent seasons and be able to win one two games twenty five throughout the season. Goodness, dude, it is just I, I don't care. Speaking speaking of betting, so you know it I, I I would I would hammer that. You could you could bet on on DraftKings, you could bet on the Detroit Pistons when they will win their next game. Now you could bet a hundred thousand dollars or plus a hundred thousand odds for basically the Pistons to never win a game this season now if you think that is going to happen then i suggest you visit our 
betting page, uh, signupexperts.com slash ballin. I know it's long, so it'll be posted right down below. Uh, you'll be connected to all the sports books in the region, along with the review of each platform and its unique bit benefits. Plus, you can get some match deposits, some other things as well. It's kind of beneficial. Grant's a big better. So, hey, yes, sir. Yeah, you know, obviously he's got some things for me. You get some rewards, things like that. It, it could be a, it could be a fun time. Uh, so, if you really think you know that the Pistons are not going to win another game for the rest of the season, or I even saw you could bet. For I think it's like the next six, seven games on there that you can see when they're next, when they're going to win their next game. I'm sure they're going to continue this until the season ends. And I'm sure every sports book is going to have it out as soon as we break the record. So if you're interested, you want to make some money, it's easy money. Sign up expert.com slash ballin. That's where you, you know, can find everything out. And, uh, you know, get signed up with our sports books that are kind of affiliated with Ball and L Podcasts. Grant, we got to talk about um, the inaugural in-season tournament, brother. Absolutely. Uh, Damn right we so do. I just overall, I'll give my thoughts real fast and then I'll let you say too. I, I liked it. I liked just the tournament overall. It kind of gave like a new... Like you could tell with the players, like that they were they were playing for something, you know. And it, this is November, so usually in November it's like, eh, you know, kind of just like going through the motions. Teams are still trying to figure things out, still trying to gel. It was really like exciting to see, you know, how these teams got into it, how these players got into it. I mean, coaches were going back and forth with players about the point differential just because it was so important. So like this was a big deal. And, you know, for uh, be the first one, it, it did some crazy numbers as far as, like, viewership-wise. So there was a lot of fans out there that liked it. Um, I know your team will get to the whole, like, banner thing in a minute, but they did win it. Uh, so, you know, just talk about, you know, what were your thoughts on the end-season tournament overall and um, go ahead and give me your Lakers spiel of how y'all were able to win another Mickey Mouse something. Well, I also just want to say that's also more in-season championships than the Clippers have ever had. So y'all really oh dog water, um, y'all trash for real. But anyway, Pistons too. So like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Pistons. I mean, Jesus, I hope so. Imagine, imagine if the Pistons would have won. Imagine the Pistons win the in-season tournament and then never win again. And Oh my goodness, that'd be hilarious! But I think that would have been funnier than what they are now and just breaking the record. Oh, that'd that be hilarious! Yeah, if they actually, if they, if they were like, kind of just like they won, yeah, won that whatever, and then boom, they just go on a winning streak, and the like every other game in between they lose, but then the in season tournament they're spotless, they're, they're perfect. Point, yeah, they win it all, and then boom, just everything, everything <laughs> crashing, burning, but. <laughs> But uh, no, I dude, I loved it. I thought it was, I thought it was, in, I thought it was very, very enter- entertaining to watch from a viewership point of view. Um, obviously, just like you said, like the fans were so into it, you could tell. Like the arena was it had the just like watching it on TV. It felt like you could just tell, like even if you just turned on a random game, you know, you watching it, you can tell if it's the first, second, third, fourth, and you probably don't even have to you know, pick your head up. You could just listen and hear what's going on. Yeah. Basically from the get go, I mean, it really sounded like it was a, you know, 
playoff type of environment, which was awesome to watch, like you said, so early on in the season. Um, and also, I think this kind of gives like some teams like a good kind of measuring stick. Like, like for example, the Pacers, you know, like maybe they weren't doing like so well to start off, or whatnot, but hey, they got to the, you know they got to the championship. Like that, yeah. I mean, that definitely proves something right there. Um, I'm not saying, I mean, I think the NCAA, I mean, I don't think it's like, you know, end all be all. I definitely don't think it's going to be Lakers Pacers in the NBA finals. Um, but like, I think it's definitely, yeah, I, mean, I think it's definitely, you know, it definitely gives you a little bit of kind of, okay, we're, we're here or we need to get to here or we did some of these things and it gives you a feel for that environment that you're going to be in, in the playoffs. So I, it was awesome. I loved it. One thing my dad said was, he goes, you know, what what the hell is going on with those courts? Like, I, I couldn't even see. And, yeah. uh, I, you know, to to his point, I will say one, one thing with me is I, I, I didn't mind, like, the different courts. I thought the different court was awesome besides the fact that it was so in your face. I mean, it was so yeah. different. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of just like to see a little bit more subtle change to the court, to be honest. I don't think it needs to be all that. Um. But it was awesome. It was fun to watch. And then, of course, Lake Show bringing it home, something the Clippers could never do because, of course, it, you know this actually was you know somewhat playoff contention. So, of course, the Clippers started choking. But, like, oh, my goodness, man. Lakers Lakers actually did it. You know, they played they play damn well. LeBron was cooking the whole entire – I mean, he was cooking at the end there. Um, Anthony Davis obviously had a huge game in the championship against the Pacers, dropped a nice little 40-piece. Dropped a nice 40-piece, which was nice to see. Um, end of the day, though, I mean, like, yeah, it's great. I mean, it's awesome. I'm not going to, like, celebrate it too much. It was cool in the moment. But, uh, again, I, I don't I don't think there's bigger fish to fry at the end of the day is kind of the simplest way to put that, um, which will kind of lead me into real quick. I don't know why in the blue hail you – I don't know why we're raising a banner. I don't know what the <laughs> hell is going on with that, bro. That's so embarrassing. Like, I think that actually takes away from it a little bit. I was actually so excited to win it, the, and then all of a sudden we're putting up a banner. Like, like dog, what? Well, you don't need no banner for that. Everybody, like, it's cool. Like, get a little, like, get one of those, like, little tiny trophies. Like, yeah. Like, just do that. I don't, I, I don't think you need to put it up there with, like, I, I'm also, maybe I'm a little old-fashioned, but, like, I don't really think even like I guess college is a little different because they'll put like conference championships sometime, but like I don't think there should be anything except for you know an actual champion national championship oh, yeah. up up in the banner. I, I think those are reserved for something nice and special and or you know retired players whatnot that have, that have you know left their legacy. But if I looked up there and I saw an in season tournament championship. I mean, like, oh, what, what oh, the hell? You're, you're gonna see it. You're gonna see it one day that you go to Crypto.com Arena, whatever. It's I was there. I was there once, and it wasn't there. So I liked my experience before. Yeah. I'm gonna cherish that moment. But like, now, uh, now it's there forever in history. And Lakers fans, some Instagram account today, I was scrolling through and said, all Lakers now have the most banners in NBA history. 19 for them and 18 for the Celtics. See, like, that's the thing. Like, like that's crazy. Like, that's actually crazy right there. Like, I'm not even I – can't, I can't sit here and argue that. Like, that's absurd. I think, I mean, a person with some knowledge to them would say that this is absurd. But, 
I don't know. I mean, I like I like I like LeBron. I don't really like the Lakers. I think people in LA are crazy. Um, and this is just one one extra point on my side for why they are crazy. So yeah, I, so I think if, yeah. If the Lakers didn't win it. You don't think that an in season banner should be hung at all? Like if any team, just if any team won. No, yeah, I don't think. I mean, yeah, I don't think the Lakers should. Have, I don't think any team should hang an in season yeah. banner. I think that's that's just absurd. I think. I, I think. Yeah, I think that. Hanging banners for games that I mean, you you won you won eight games. Eight like yeah, games. yeah, like that's that's the thing. Like it's just like it, it's it's Adam Silver is a it was awesome. I love the in season tournament. I think it was cool, great. Oh, yeah. I loved it and all that. Oh yeah. But there's no need to to celebrate like an actual championship. It's not that's not what it was. It's right. <laughs> It's Y'all just, I mean, yeah. Champagne bottles, and he was like, "Oh, yeah." Oh, well, that's the thing. I, I mean, I would have popped it too. Yeah, I, I would have for sure. They gave you a trophy. I would have popped some champagne a little bit, and then I would have gone home and I would have played the next game. You know, I mean, it's just, I think it's a cool moment for them. And then, boom, the moment ends right there. Have your moment. I think that's awesome. Do it all, because again, I mean, they're giving you a trophy celebration. Like it's, I mean, that's cool. That's, I like that aspect of it, but. Leave it there. Leave it right there. I mean, it was played at a neutral site. To, like, leave it all right there. Boom. Celebrate there. Once you leave, because it was in Vegas. What happens in Vegas? Stays in, Stays in Vegas. I mean, my goodness. They, the one rule. Jesus Christ. I mean, my God. Like, you hang a banner, like, maybe, like, somewhere in Vegas, you know, saying, I mean, they're talking about having a team there and stuff like that. Or if you have that court there, then hang it there at the court. If you really yeah, make a, make a, make a, yeah. You could do it for all the, yeah. Because if it's yeah. going to be played there all the time, that'd be cooler. Then you could see the history in that arena for that specific. Yep. You know, it's yep. not, that's a genius idea. Yeah, they should have done that. But instead, yep. Rob decided to get, you know, have his head up his ass and he didn't know what was going on. Hey, hey, I mean, y'all, y'all did it. What's did is done. And of course, you guys lost the game. So that's classic Lakers. I know, of course. You guys have only won one game since you won that championship. So you know, kinda... they're still celebrating. They they still a little hungover. You know, we yeah. old. Okay, yeah. take it easy. Yeah, I bet they are. D'Lo, the main suspect too. Uh, D'Lo probably had his phone out the whole time. He was out there recording. He was <laughs> he had his phone out the whole time. Yeah, I just. That that was just interesting to see them raise a banner, but overall, I think the tournament, the tournament, and everything was cool. Major success, yeah. Major success. Yeah, that March Madness feel to it too. It did, 100 percent. Especially with that single elimination game, so it was definitely a, it was definitely a big deal. Because Tyrese Halliburton was in the daytime. So future pod episode. We're gonna do, man. Should should the NBA change their playoff format to single elimination, one game, one game? No. That'd be crazy, though, wouldn't that? I mean, just really think about it. If if anything, if you change the format, you go back to best of five in the first round and then best of seven the rest of the way. Yeah, well, how yeah, I should go back to yeah, how, yeah, how they had it, like when we, you know, when we were growing but up. But man, one game, I mean, that'd be crazy. You'd see some major upset. I mean, NBA would be, oof, that'd be something. You, people ain't playing. Players ain't playing eighty-two games just to just to have a single elimination playoffs though. So, <laughs> that season's getting cut in half. You're playing like that's also games. true. You're playing like forty games. You're playing like two, three games a week. You're not. Probably that's true. As much money. Everybody's paycheck probably gets cut in half. All these max players, like the money, would be how back it is. Like the max contract would be like five years, one fifty. 
that would be it. Now we're seeing like maxes for like four years, two sixty. Like is that's insane. Yeah, some crazy. I mean, no Otani numbers, but still crazy. <laughs> no, that was that that that's crazy. Speaking of that, we can we can kind of go into you know our other sports stuff real quick. You know, just wrapping this up. That was uh, yeah, that's something ten years 700 million dollars the richest contract in north american history like like i understand that like you know this dude like don't get me wrong like this dude is amazing like shohei otani is like that dude he's him but like 700 million dollars and you know it's kind of stupid that like baseball don't have a salary cap so like you know teams can just drop this money and do things but i i saw that he he cut out like a very like a lot of that money um, oh yeah just so like the Dodgers, you know, could still be able to, which is crazy because they're going to be so good this year. I mean, I don't know baseball like that. I'm not going to act like I do, but yeah, my goodness, they got some studs on their squad. Yeah, no, they're they're going to be lethal. They're good. They're going to be the lethal. So you know, we'll see if they're able to uh, win a championship again. Win the pennant. I wouldn't be surprised if they do it in the next two three years. I know Otani. You know, he's kind of still going through that surgery. So he might not be as prime and good, ready to go. But I mean, who knows? But uh, we'll we'll see. We'll see what goes. That's kind of what's been happening in the baseball world, football world. We got big ups, Lions. You know, Pistons trash, but the Lions on the up. You know, hey, Lions on the A. Also, real quick too, back up, back on the Otani's deal. Just real yeah. quick. What's the first thing you buy him with that that contract? Because let me tell you what I let me tell you exactly what I'm doing. Word. I mean, this is exactly what's happening. Okay. The boys, right? Me, you. Let's get Shaddy, Gav, Caden, Josh. Let's get let's get some of my gamblers out there too. Uh, anybody else want to cook up a devious lay? I mean, a devious lay. Everybody pick one lay, right? I'm flying us all out to Vegas, right? We're gonna go to Vegas. We're going. I don't know. Where you name it, we're gonna we're gonna hit it. We're gonna have the time of our lives. You know, drinks, all that, the whole nine. And then I'm gonna cook up this, whatever many legs for each person. I'm gonna throw a milli. I'm gonna throw a milli on that, straight milli. Boom, right to the dome. If that hits, all my boys eating. We split that up. Actually, I could just split it between all y'all. And then boom, I'm out. And we out there just partying in Vegas. That's that's day one, right then and there. You make that money right back. You really I might. make that money right back. A milli. I mean, if we if we hit. If it hits, yeah, you're making your money. Ample. I mean, if the boys might be, yeah, the boys might be rich. So. Oh no, for sure. That's what that's what I'm doing. What would you pay? What What would I? What would be the first thing I would do? Nah. Shoot, I was gonna say like some sentimental, you know, be like, you know, what the? Maybe buy something like that. <laughs> no, heck no, man. That's going straight on a parlay. Straight on a parlay. Honestly. I don't know if I do the whole parlay thing, but I will tell you. I don't know. I I'd probably honestly. I I'd probably go to Vegas and spend it, for sure. Yeah, hell yeah. I, I would do that. I I you know I'd go to Vegas, spend it. You know, not all in casino too. I'm I'm talking. You know, like I'm the, the whole like strip they got. I'm gonna spend it all there. I go to a UFC fight in Vegas. I go I go see it. Oh yeah, I I go that. I probably pay I probably uh pay tickets, you know, to go see a couple things. 
Um, you know, so like NBA Finals game, you know, whoever plays oh. money Ooh. outside of that. Genius. We'll probably go to a March Madness, you know, if I could shoot the championship game. We talking that money. I'm setting money aside to go to the championship game. Whoever I'm going. Game. I'm courtside. I'm right there. Probably going to the Super Bowl. Uh, you know, on the field. Uh, shoot, I might go to the Kentucky Derby. I don't even know much about horse racing. Everybody be there. Every rich people be there. So shoot, yeah. I might go to that and book my ticket. Shoot, so like I don't know. Yeah, I'd probably do something like that. Then maybe buy you know a couple, couple cars. Yeah, some fancy cars. I like it. I like it. I like it, man. Yeah. Oh, maybe move out the country. To be honest with you, or move out the state. country. Nah, that's state. Just out the state. It's okay. All right. Country. I won't do out the country. That's that's too far. Cause I'm thinking I was sitting there thinking about that. I don't know where I'd go if I moved out the country. I, <laughs> I don't know. Um, I was gonna find find me a girl and get somewhere out, 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 out the states. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> bro, man, no, that's so true. That's 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 true. Um, but yeah, no, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. That that's a lot of money though. That's 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 a lot of money. That's D's straight D's. Man, so I was saying about the about the Lions. We were ten mm. and four. The Lions, the ten and four. Technically, they, they could still get the one seed. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the Ravens play the 49ers on Christmas. A lot of people think that the Ravens they can do something, which I think they could. I mean, the Ravens are very good this season. Uh, so first of all, if we beat Minnesota on Sunday. We clinched the North that we haven't done in 30 years. Uh-huh. And then, so that'll be hype. Basically means we automatically have a playoff game. So the city might burn. Oh, dang. Yeah, it's going to go crazy. It's going to go crazy. Ooh, ooh. Well, because we, I mean, we realistically, I mean, I like our chance for the two seed. I really do. I, I think. Well, no, the two seed is very. Now, what's going to be interesting, very good game is going to be that um, Dallas-Detroit game. Oh yeah, week seventeen, Saturday, December thirtieth, man, that is going to be great. That's the nighttime one huge too. Huge game, yes, huge game. Because basically, I think if the forty, if the forty ers lose this week against the Ravens, that game is going to be in both. You know, the Cowboys and the Lions. We win this week. That game is going to be for the one seed. The one two. Well, the, well, the Cowboys play the Dolphins this week too, so like that's no easy matchup. I mean, I'm saying if the Cowboys were to lose. We win this week. We jump them. Yeah. We play them next week. We win against them. We essentially lock in that two seed. Yeah. And then it just depends on what's going on with the Niners. Because if yeah. so, we could jump the Niners too because we play the Vikings again week 18. So if mm-hmm. we win out, the Niners happen to lose to the Ravens there. I mean, oh my God. I mean I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm not obviously. Could you, could you imagine the Lions? We ain't. Division in thirty years, we haven't done anything. We win the conference. We go. Ahead. We win the conference too. We, we basically we get the one seed and have a first round bye. Don't even play our wild card. The first playoff game in Detroit in like I don't know how many years it's been, dude. It's gonna be crazy. That that playoff game. Do you know how loud that's going to be? Do you Everybody understand? I might I might just go stand outside the stadium I, just to hear because oh, you'll hear it. And everyone's gonna be right with you. It's gonna be a whole bunch of people. I'm telling you, I'm it, going. It, it does not matter if we get the one or the two seed. We have a home playoff game, which I mean, basically, we win this week. It guarantees that we will have one because we'll be either a one, two, or yeah, two yeah, which, yeah, yeah. So we'll have a play, home playoff game. 
we we win this week. That 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 that's why I was hoping the Seahawks lost last night, dude. Because tonight today I was gonna sit and hope that the Lions. I was hoping that somebody was tweeting that playoff tickets was on sale because I was gonna look. I was I was, <laughs> mm-hmm. I was gonna look like because dude, like this is this is hype. So like if we actually if there is a, if there there's a chance you saying there's a chance we could get the one seed. There's a chance. There's a chance. Yes, we could get the one seed. We definitely. I mean, we we have to win out. And we need right. other things to happen. It's not just one right. or the other. So, right. I mean, it's going to be good. It's going to be entertaining. It's going to be a fun end to the season. Yeah. It's, yeah. Oh, I mean, that, yeah. Well, that's crazy. This, this, would you, would you say that this is probably, would you say this is the better team than that uh, Jim Caldwell team that went Yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. I, I just, I don't know. The defense was well. What you maybe were maybe not like I think maybe that team had more talent, but I think we're playing. We're just I like the way we this team plays together oh, yeah, more. No, I don't know. Yeah, for sure. Like, I think I think I, I think I think the other team had more talent. This team just again they're just more they're grouped together. Dan Campbell yeah. is just just that guy. You know yeah, he just is. And right. I think that's a difference maker. Right. Yeah, no, I I would agree with that. I think because you know you look back at that season, like we were we were okay. It wasn't like bad. We didn't win the division, but like we were okay, and uh, got smacked. But I I think this year this year's team, like you can tell, like if the offense is clicking, dude, like it it, it doesn't it does not matter. Like our offense mm-hmm. is is saved us so many times this season. If our offense is clicking then I have no worries. But when it starts not clicking and stuff like that, and the defense... I defense mean, is on an island out there. It's not good. Yeah, yeah. Defense is not good. I mean, it's, oh, glad thing, good thing we get CJ back. Hopefully um, hopefully he plays that Cowboys game. I kind of don't want him to come back this week, come back next week for that Cowboys game. That would be great. I'd be um, with that. Rest up a little bit more, play yeah. against some more series. I mean... Yeah, I th- and I think we can compete with the Cowboys too. That's the thing. I think we can yeah. compete. Cowboys are frauds. This Cowboys team, like their defense, they're is, frauds. Yeah, they don't have a secondary. They they don't really have a secondary ever since Trayvon Diggs got hurt. Yeah, I thought really screwed them. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and D- Dak is just inconsistent. So if the refs ever want to call a holding call because it happens every game, uh, you know, I, I think we'll have a good chance. But you know, it's it's Detroit versus everybody. That includes oh, the refs. all day, every day. Yeah. <laughs> Is it, man. But yeah, bro. Um, I mean, really, that's. Oh, no. Last thing we got to cover. This is the last thing. Michigan University. Oh, they're going. Roll Tide. Roll, Roll Tide, baby. Roll Tide. Yep, yeah, they plan um, on New Year's Day and the college football playoffs. They are number one ranked team in the nation. Uh, they are pulling up against the Alabama Road Tide, number four. On January first at five PM, um, I I just want to say real fast that uh, it's gonna be I'm gonna have a great time. We're gonna have a great time. I know you're gonna have a great time because I'm gonna have a great time. Roll roll Todd, roll Todd. Michigan ain't winning. If if any Michigan fan thinks they're winning, like yeah, like your team might be okay, but just remember who you got on the sideline. You got Jim <laughs> Harbaugh, okay? Jim Harbaugh yes. has not done anything in a bowl game in like the last like i don't even know how many years it is well we we got that 
We got no counter stallions. I mean, we got nobody's knowing the plays, so they're screwed. I mean, JJ's thrown one touchdown since, basically. He's basically yeah. been useless. He throws like eight times a game now. Mm-hmm. They're scared. They're really scared. And, I mean, it's unfortunate they're going to have to go against this, you know, triple-cupped up Nick Saban football squad because they're going to get dumped who, on. Who just fresh came off beating the team, that the number one team in the nation for the whole season. So the real number one team for the whole season. That's that's who Alabama just beat to get here to beat the fake the now number one team. The Michigan beat Iowa, the team that is known for punting the ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean that's tough. That's just there's just love there's levels to it. To be honest, it's sad, but right. you know right. Bama Bama's about to own them. And I'd I'd also like to announce that um, I will be joining in my companions on absolutely hammering the Alabama money line. Um, I I know my boy Jack. He's got two hundred on him out there. Um, I might be following suit. I might drop a 200 bomb on them. Um, they are underdogs. They are. And they are underdogs. So I might make some money. Again, you know, our link's down in the description if you're trying to get yourself in on that parlay. Maybe make some bets on Alabama. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're a Michigan fan, save your money. You know, I don't want to see you go through that. I like you guys too much, but... Take the spread. Um, take, the, take the Michigan spread. Maybe or take the spread at least. Well, yeah. Michigan, yeah. I mean, yeah, at least do something in there, but... But yeah, I'm I'm going to nuke Alabama money line. Roll Tide, Nick Saban. This is what he was born to do. Like he does this, and then Jim Harbaugh loses these. Like both these guys do this, but there's levels to what they're doing. And one can handle one can handle the bright lights. One can't. Yeah. So like Bam Bam's got this in in the bag. I mean, I'm not. Surely not yeah, worried Jason about Milrow's it. been playing the way he was in that Georgia game, and you know, at the end of the season, oh, good night, good night. It's it's gonna be good night for Michigan real. I mean, best corner eater. So good night, GGS. Yeah, it's GG. I mean, it, it's it's a real shame that it came down to this for you know our Michigan fans, but I told them all year. I tried to tell y'all all year, all <sighs> season long. I said, I hope y'all make it. I want. I y'all mean, make it. I want. And look at that. <laughs> look what happened. It, and you saw their reaction too. We we even had, we even had a uh, um, a live reaction of the Michigan football team when they found out that Alabama was the four seed, and it was just like the you know the hypeness, the good vibes, gone. They thought gone they in an instant. Florida State. They thought they was getting Florida State. They thought they was getting Florida State. So there was like, <laughs> oh, we actually got a game. Like, yeah, y'all, y'all not ready. Y'all, the committee knew what they were doing. That's what you get for sign stealing. That's y'all are cheating. not ready. Y'all get for cheat. Y'all, y'all got to so. play, play one of the best teams in the country. So, there we go. There we yeah. Go. It was a lot more than just NBA basketball today. Covered a little bit of everything just going on. But that's all for Ball Now, episode 10. Uh, like we mentioned earlier, the betting links, uh, you, know, you can go to basically any site that's available in your state. Uh, we'll drop the description down below. Go ahead, spend some money, win some money. Uh, bet good. We'll start posting our, our picks and things like that, too, of what we do um, on our Instagram page and uh, soon-to-be Twitter page or X page, whatever you want to call it. I'll never call it X. I'm just going to call it <laughs> I still got the bird on my phone, so I'm just going to There you go. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But that's, for, that's all for today. That's for balling out. Thank you guys for tuning in. Catch you next time.